SBS Radio. Welcome to NITV Radio, Yeshe Mosby. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeshe Mosby, you are at uh, the COP27 summit, environmental summit in uh, Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. And this comes just after you and your people have successfully challenged the Australian government about inaction on uh, your country. Now, tell us about uh, how you feel taking your case now on another big stage. It's an honor. It's an honor to come all the way here to Egypt to uh, talk at COP27 to give us an, a platform to speak as it was a, a very outstanding um, outcome where we won our case. Coming here, it's much, uh, much means much more powerful for me and my people uh, to voice what's happening in our area, um, in that part of the world where we call home. It's a big move and it's an awesome move. We know that our ancestors are, are supporting us and our people. Yeah. When the case uh, first uh, emerged, everyone was uh, surprised because the Torres Strait Islands do not contribute that much to climate change, yet their country is the one that suffers the most of the impact of climate change. Just to give people an insight of what's happening in our home, in our region, um, we're seeing great landmass of our islands are being washed away. Inundation, erosions, uh, the changing of the flora and fauna, the animals um, are no longer there. The coral bleaching which is happening in our waters, um, losing family, loved ones, remains to the sea, which disconnect us to, from our loved ones and our way of culture and practice as we've been living like that for over 60,000 years. Um, it's it's not just an island what we're fighting, but it's our home, which we call our islands, our mother. So we're fighting to protect and save our mother. And coming here to COP27 is a great move and a great platform for us to share what's happening back in our islands. And we know that the rest of the world, they are fighting to try and save their mother as well. After your successful win against the government at the UN, what is expected from uh, that uh, victory? Are they going to compensate? or What's the government going to do to actually correct their inaction? They had, uh, I think, 120 days to respond. And um, yes, there's compensation, which the Australian government have to compensate the Torres Strait Islanders. Um, We're looking at means in seawalls uh, which will save these islands of ours. But we really don't want a band-aid solution type of a thing. We want something that it will be good for the environment. It will be safer for the environment. It will be safer for our future generations and our islands. And everyone at the COP27 is really looking at your case with a lot of interest because I believe it is the first one in the world against the government. Yes, this is a, a very first time in the world and um, we're proud in this area here that this has opened doors for a lot of other people now, another, all other nations who are suffering through climate change, which hasn't contributed anything, but yet is on the front line. We are happy and we're proud that it has opened doors for them now to, you know, if we can do it, you can do it as well. And um, yes, I'm so looking forward and I been here for a short time here in Egypt and already now I've um, heard very good feedbacks that people are 
here in um, COP27 is looking forward to hear what we have to say. Yeah, I heard that uh, one of the biggest questions being debated, being talked about by everyone, now the talk is about compensating and paying for the damage caused. Definitely, the world has to, you know, the big countries, they have to, they have to contribute something back to the people, Find like, you know, um, to all the people who has lost so much. You know, we cannot take our loved ones back. We cannot, the seers took our loved ones. People lost their families to slides and everything which is happening around the world. Our government has to be, you know, and on top of that, they still have to reduce the emissions down to 1.5. Still, they have to compensate the people and they still have to, because they all made an agreement to reduce their emissions down to 1.5. So they made an oath that they have to abide by. They swore an oath through the UN, that this is what they're going to do. Now they've been neglecting and discriminating what they were saying to their own people and the people of the the world. So they do have to pay compensation and they do still have to reduce their emissions down to 1.5. Before I let you go, any message you would like to send out there to the community? or Yes, for the older, older people who are suffering uh, to climate change, your voice will be heard. Keep up the fight. Keep up the fight. You are supported by all your ancestors are supporting you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. I want to uh, leave a final message to all the people who are supporting the Torres Strait 8. There is a website, ourislandsourhome.org, and you can follow our case and what we've done. So if you need and want to seek advice or you'll know that there will be messages we have for you which will strengthen your case and your fight. Go to ourislandsourhome.org on the website and follow us there. There is a petition where we ask and um, ask people to support on the webpage. Sign the petition, support us with this great fight, and by all means, we are the Torres Strait people, the saltwater people of the indigenous race, Australians, support you guys. Yes, she must be. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today from uh, the COP Summit in Egypt. Thank you. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.